Let's pray. Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit that we might learn eternal truths from Jesus' tears and from his temper. We ask in his name. Amen. Both of these are important. Both of these are crucial for us to understand, to really comprehend what Jesus is and what he is about. The shortest verse in the Bible is John 11.35, Jesus wept. But it's also one of the most profound verses in the Bible. It tells us that Jesus enters into our grief, our sorrow, our weeping. When we lose someone we love, it hurts. It's painful. And this text tells us Jesus knows how we feel. He loved this family, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. And when he sees Mary and the Jews who are with her weeping, he can't hold back his tears. Now, if you look real carefully at the picture on the front of your service folder, there are actually tears streaking Jesus' cheek. Do you realize how important it is that Jesus weeps? No other religion in the world ever talks about a God who so identifies with us that he can enter into our feelings, he can experience our grief, he can experience our sense of loss, whether it's a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, perhaps the loss of your reputation. And when we go into weeping mode, he knows what that is. He has experienced it himself. He suffers with us. But there's a second thing that's also important that is not specifically in the text. Jesus not only suffers with us, he suffers for us. He takes the beating, the sting of the scourge, the nails of the cross, because that's what we deserved. God's justice demanded that our attempts to be boss of our lives and our self-salvation projects have deeply and greatly offended God. And punishment is deserved. But think about this. No other God in any other religion ever suffers in the place of someone. 
No other religion ever talks about a God who not only weeps, but who suffers crucifixion. One of my favorite Bible commentators says, I could not believe in Christianity if there was no cross. If God was just sitting high and mighty in heaven and saying, okay, you people, you obey or else. And if you do this, I'll bless you. And if you do this, I'll curse you. Jesus, as God from eternity, takes the curse on himself. He became a curse for us that we might receive the blessing. Christianity deeply touches our heart and transforms our minds and our lives because we have a God who suffers for us and a God who suffers with us. Now, the second part of the sermon is one of my favorite themes in the whole Bible. And the problem you have is that almost every English translation doesn't get it. Uh, they will say Jesus was deeply troubled. Jesus experienced a strong feeling. And the word, as all Greek scholars know, means the snorting, the growling, the huffing of an animal when they feel in danger or they are attacked. I have changed the words from the English Standard Version because the only person I've ever found who truly got it was Eugene Peterson in his translation, the message, where he says, a deep anger welled up within him. And people look at that and they say, what? Who's Jesus angry at? And by the way, you can go back and read the text. It's mentioned twice. Well, he's certainly not mad at Martha or Mary for weeping and grieving because he joins them. He experiences their feeling. Well, possibly he's mad at himself for delaying his arrival and arriving too late. But that can't be it because Jesus already knows that in just a few moments, Lazarus is going to come out of the tomb alive and well. So who is he mad at? Who is or what is his anger directed at? Death. The devil. Jesus not only sees the grief of Martha and Mary over the death of their brother Lazarus, he not only sees the grief and the tears of the Jewish friends of Lazarus, 
Jesus can see through the centuries to every funeral that has ever happened, and he knows that he can't show up at every funeral and bring life back to someone who has died. And he sees the pain and the hurt, the fear and the terror that death strikes within us. You do remember from Hebrews chapter 2 that because we're flesh and blood, Jesus became flesh and blood, so that through death he might defeat him who has the power of death, namely the devil who kept us enslaved to the fear of death our whole life long. Jesus sees what death does to people. He sees the grief and the hurt and the agony and the moaning and the groaning. And he says, I've had it with you, death. I'm going to enter the arena. I'm going to engage you in battle. I'm going to defeat you. Devil, you who have used death to frighten people to control their lives, I'm going to trounce you. Now, this is interesting because we do know that Jesus defeated death on the cross when he died. So why is Jesus said to be angry at death and engaging in battle right here? Well, if you go back to the beginning of John 11, we're told Jesus said to his disciples that uh, Lazarus' illness and his eventual death is to reveal the glory of God. Now, almost every reader will say, oh, that's when Lazarus walks out of the tomb, alive and well. That's the glory of God. That's not it. In the Gospel of John, the glory of God is always and only revealed at the cross. So what is Jesus doing here, entering into the arena and engaging devil and death in mortal combat. Well, after Jesus gives life back to Lazarus, towards the end of chapter 11, we are told that the chief priest and the Pharisees were in a fright. They said, what are we going to do now? If we let him go on like this, raising people from the dead, everybody will believe in him. And we will lose our place, the temple, and our nation. And they plot, they plan to kill Jesus. And their fright is turned into hope when the high priest says, oh, you guys know nothing, don't you know? that it's appropriate for one man to die for the people. Which John says he didn't know what he was talking about. 
But that's actually what's going to happen. Jesus is going to die to defeat death, to destroy the devil's power and control in our lives. And Jesus knows, and this is kind of cute, Jesus knows that in freeing Lazarus from the grave, he has doomed himself to the grave. He knows that in giving life to Lazarus, he has sealed and signed his own death warrant. And that's why he's beginning to engage in the battle now, because he knows what's coming. He knows the religious Jews don't like it, that he's becoming popular, that he's known as a miracle worker. He's a man who can raise dead people to life. We got to get rid of him. So the battle begins. And it's only when Jesus is raised on the cross that we understand that his raising of Lazarus from the tomb was the cause, the motivation behind the Jews' scheme to kill him. Now, I just want to conclude with two real quick statements. Both are important. Um, I did a, a funeral yesterday um, not a member of, of Mount Olive, but a, a sweet family from Rockaway. And there were tears. Isn't it nice to know that Jesus understands that he has experienced what we experience at the funeral? of someone we dearly love. I've, I've mentioned this before, and I'll just share it with you. Uh, one of my favorite books is entitled, When God Weeps. And it's by Johnny Erickson Tata, uh, the, the young girl who was paralyzed at age 19. And, has become a powerful witness for Jesus. It's the best book on suffering I've ever found. And, and she kind of, she goes through it piece by piece and it just keeps escalating as to what God is thinking when he allows us to experience grief and to suffer. But the second thing is even more important that Jesus is angry. He's snorting, he's huffing, he's growling. He's ready to enter the arena and engage death and the devil in battle. He's ready to begin the conquest, the victory over the devil and death through his death. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, when we cry, when we weep, 
Always remind us that Jesus knows how we feel. He has felt it. But more importantly, enable us to stare death in the face and to know that the death that people experience has been defeated. The death we will one day experience has been defeated. The devil can't control us anymore through the fear of death. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.